<clears throat> Welcome to the Bleeding Years podcast. Our zero listeners, zero sponsors, and zero fans. Today, we are going to talk about Nicki Minaj. Yes, so, <laughs> yo, <laughs> just choked on my own uh, spit. So, we're going to talk about some of her big beefs with other female rappers. And we're going to talk about her in the industry. So first up, Nicki Minaj versus Lil' Kim. When Nicki Minaj was coming onto the scene mid to late 2000s, Nicki Minaj had released mixtapes early on in her career, like Playtime Is Over, Sucker Free, and Idiot, or not Idiot, Beam Me Up Scotty. And with a lot of these songs and promo art, it, and I, she had obviously taken inspiration from Lil' Kim and even admitted that a lot of those were um, homage, like her freestyling over Jump Off, her poses and some of the promotional art for Beam Me Up Scotty. So let's just get, let's just establish that. And even speaking on Lil' Kim as the greatest to ever do it in multiple interviews early on in her career. And as a inspiration, even after the feud had ended. Sorry. So let's get some timelines in the Let's get some timeline events in the summer. So after a meeting at a Little Wayne concert in the 2000s, both her and Kim had spoken on the meeting with very minor conflicts in each other's stories, basically beginning the feud. So after a while, Lil' Kim and Nicki Minaj were featured on Birdman's Grind and Make Money with promises from Kim's part of the single having huge plans, although those plans did fall through and eventually making it only onto the, the deluxe edition of Birdman's new album at the time. Later on, Nikki hopped on the remix of P. Diddy's Hello, Good Morning. And Lil' Kim spoke on how not only did Nicki Minaj not pay homage, but also would take jabs while quote unquote showing love and saying that it isn't homage as well as going off on Diddy for letting Nicki Minaj take jabs at not only herself, but Alexander McQueen. And once, flash forward to around 2010, 2011, once Nicki Minaj released her highly successful debut album, Pink Friday, Lil' Kim released a mixtape on Black Pal, or PayPal called Black Friday, taking jabs at Nicki, even using her instrumentals, which had segued into Nicki Minaj releasing a song called Tragedy, even though it's very hard to find today, even except for a small snippet. After Nicki Minaj went on radio shows and was being asked about the Kim feud, she said that Kim's name is now synonymous with Nicki's or her own and that she can't go without an interview or can't go on an interview without a Nicki question. And later showed Kim that even though you could release one of the worst songs in the world, it could still chart on Billboard by releasing semi-famous song Stupid Ho another Lil' Kim this anyways a couple years go by to circa 2014 Nicki Minaj went on to collaborate with Beyonce twice with one of those collaborations being the remix to Flawless using the line the queen of rap slaying with Queen B leading to Lil' Kim releasing her own remix to the same song which was also taken down by Beyonce and her team (laughs) 
where she kind of did worse than Nikki, even though Nikki did great. Anyways, as of 2021, Lil' Kim has... Oh, sorry. Yeah, Lil' Kim has shown love to other opposing rappers to Nikki, like Cardi B, saying she quote-unquote gave her the torch. And Remy Ma even releasing a collab that was essentially a diss track to Nikki and saying that she doesn't even know Nikki when asked about Nikki and Cardi way back in 2018. While on the other hand, Nikki had not acknowledged Lil' Kim, but acknowledged her as an inspiration very slightly in interviews as far as 2018 goes. And even speaking on the feud, saying that a veteran came at her, so she dropped Roman's Revenge and she won. So what are what are your guys' thoughts on Nicki Minaj versus Lil' Kim? I'll go. So yeah. I think of it as just more like a little jab, jab, you know? So like... They're both some like two of the biggest female artists in like the actual rap game. So of course there's gonna be competition between them and it's always gonna be there. So I see this as just kind of like a little jab jab, you know, they drop a track on one another every now and then, just like hinting sights to one another and stuff like that. So it's not like anything dangerous or anything like really, really bad because like I said, it's just all about uh, competition, that's it. I agree with you, but here's my take on this. Did you have anything to add on before I put my take? The media is like so like they always want girls to be having a cat fight, especially female rappers. So I feel like that was like they probably did like do like disses at each other. But for the most part, I feel like it was just like the media trying to like have like girls at a cat fight. That's why. Okay, so here's my take. It's contra- It's not controversial, but it's opposing to your guys's. Lil' Kim started this fight and then ended bitterly on it. Because not only was she the one to help make her name synonymous with Nikki's in every interview with the Black Friday record and the Flawless record, but also Nikki won the battle because... It's just a thing of where Lil' Kim was so bitter that she let her bitterness get in the way of her legacy. Now, people don't know Lil' Kim for any of her songs, any of her older songs, or at least in our generation. We know Lil' Kim from feuding with Nicki Minaj. And Lil' Kim was also bitter because or because of the success she Nicki was getting. Because even if it wasn't Nicki Minaj and... It was any girl who was going up in the rap game. Lil' Kim was would have still hated her because she has created feuds with multiple female rappers and then tried to play victim with this one. She had a problem with Foxy Brown leading to a shootout in the 90s. She had a problem with Remy Ma, even, call, even starting the nickname Remy Man. She has had problems with female rappers in the past, but Nicki Minaj was the only one that wasn't shaken by it. So that's my take on that. That's my take on the Lil' Kim feud. But you know what? I I really did with I really could wish that they could have done something past the Grand and Making Money record. But her bitterness got in the way. I'm not gonna lie, bitterness got in the way of Lil' Kim's what could have been success past the 2010s. All right, so now we're gonna go on to Nicki Minaj versus Rami Mom. So we all know or some of us know Remy Ma was 
put in jail for shooting her friend over, I think, three dollars $3,000. Anyways, while in jail, Remy Ma had spoken in interviews, kind of showing love to Nikki and speaking on how they went to the same parties, yada, 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 and saying that she... But she also said that she wondered if a line in one of Nikki's early freestyles was about her, the quote, tell that B with the crown to run it like Chris Brown. But then later said that Nikki said it wasn't about her. So once Remy Ma had gotten out of jail circa 2014, Nikki reached out to Remy for a collaboration with her, Remy, and Foxy Brown. Something that was turned down, also something that was corroborated on both sides of the story. Anyways, after a few loving tweets about BET Awards, interview references and what seemed like subliminal disses towards each other in song in Nikki's collabs like Make Love and Swalla, as well as uh, Remy's truffle butter, butter freestyle, Remy finally made the huge move. Of the feud releasing, she did the diss track that many praised and claimed to be Nicki Minaj's career or the death of Nicki Minaj's career. Anyways, after Nicki hadn't responded, Nick, Remy Ma released another one, another distract, which was named Another One. That had that was bashed across the board. Everyone hated it. It wasn't as good as Sheether in a lot of people's eyes. But anyways, once um, Sheether had gotten more traction, Remy Ma had organized a concert of sorts with people like Lil Kim, Fat Joe, Cardi B, Queen Latifah, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera to commemorate the death of Nicki Minaj. After a while, many of the disses on Sheether had been disproven as lies, as well as Nicki releasing the tree pack from Paris, including Regret in Your Tears, Changed It, and No Frauds, with No Frauds being the biggest Billboard hit out of the three and being the biggest diss track out of the feud. As of 2021, Nicki had gone on to breaking Aretha Franklin's record for the biggest amount of entries on Billboard Hot 100 for a female, and Remy Ma had gone on to be a reality show star for Love & Hip Hop, with Nikki acknowledging Remy Ma's reality show status in Barbie Teens and Remy Ma's flip-flopping in Chung Lee, as well as, you know, commemorating her for Sheether on her Queen radio show. Uh, with Remy Ma, she was at times offending and speaking about Nicki Minaj and claiming that Nicki's what type of mother leave her one son over a stack line being used as a punchline for Remy Ma, for Remy Ma's kids getting bullied at school. So that's where everything was left with that feud. That's just a brief oversight. So what are your guys' opinions on Nicki Minaj versus Remy Ma? You can go the song, Caitlin. Hmm? All right. Uh, never mind. You can go with one. Oh, okay. All right. So I remember listening. Nicki Minaj was one of the first people I started listening to on my own. And that was in 2017. So I remember what happened when the diss track was dropped. So I kind of I kind of was on the battlefield a little bit, but all right. So my take on this is Remy Ma. All right. So to add on to this, Remy Ma said that Nicki Minaj was stopping bags, stopping her bag, making people review her album badly, and getting her off of red carpets and getting awards. 
Here's the thing with that. Nicki Minaj is a powerful, powerful woman, but she is not that powerful. If people don't like your album, that's on them. Like, the, that's not on Nicki Minaj. And, you know, Remy Ma would come out and say, this person said this, that made me mad. This person said that. Show the receipts. She says mm-hmm. that Nicki, she has texts from Nicki Minaj that explains why she did Sheether. Drop the receipts. Drop the receipts because at this point it seems like you're lying. Because up till this point, you have not only explained your thought process, but also was brave enough to bring some receipts, not all of them, but some of them. And now you don't have you have receipts, but you're not gonna show them. You say she says that the text that she got from Nikki or a text about Nikki was way more devastating than what she said in Sheetha, which was lies, by the way. Drop the receipts. Because at this point, it looks like you're just a bitter loser because you know what? Not only did Nicki Minaj offer a collab with you, Azalea Banks offered a collab with Remy Ma as well, and she turned them both down. They were very hot women in rap at the moment, and she turned it down and then went out on a tirade against one of them. Also, at the performance with Queen Latifah, there's this funny video I seen on Twitter earlier today where it was her, she was like, love of black women from infinity to infinity. And then it cuts to she there by Remy Ma. So that was that was very hypocritical. I'm just gonna say that that was very hypocritical. But you but Remy Ma needs to understand that if she's gonna be this brave, she needs to drop receipts. And apparently the receipts are not dropping. And now she's sat, stuck on a sad reality show. So again, Nicki Minaj won this one. That is my yeah, opinion. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree with you. I feel like Remy Ma just completely started this entire situation, kind of. Like, I understand that she was the first one to give, like, good remarks to Nicki and whatnot. But once she dropped the diss track, um, Nicki had to, of course, respond, which, you know, in turn caused the entire feud to start. And so, you know, it's just like, yeah, Nikki won in this case and whatnot. But, like, why would you even try to, you know, make a push to, like, end Nikki's career if you saw, like, how good she was doing, if she offered you, like, you know, free collabs and whatnot? Like, you could have had your career go all the way up with her. But at this, but once you went, once she went ahead and dropped the dish track, you know, it's just like, it went downhill for me. Do you have any thoughts? Um, no, honestly, I kind of I agree with Kaden with what he was saying. Honestly, that's pretty much it. Also, I'm gonna add on. Um, you know, Remy Ma. You know, she kind of flip flops now and then. She defended, or kind of defended Nikki. But it's it's like she also explained that you know she didn't want to drop either. She didn't have to drop either because. At the end of the day, a lot of those lines and a lot of those digs were proven to be lies. And she said that she, there would have been a better impact if Nikki was on either. It just it confuses me. Her her mentality around this whole thing with Nikki just confuses me. But that's why I'm going to leave it. Because now mm. we're going to go blast forward into the future with Nicki Minaj versus Cardi B. So as we talked about before, Lil' Kim endorsed Cardi B. 
post what I'm going to talk about and was on stage at quote unquote Nicki Minaj's death. So let's keep that in mind. Anyways, in 2017, both Nicki and Cardi were dominating in their fields of rap with Nicki kind of being slowed down by her hate train and Cardi on the rise with, I think at this time, her Bodak Yellow single. Anyways, both women were included in Migos' records, Motorsport. It went top 10 when I think platinum, I believe. Anyways, as Cardi went to a radio show after radio show talking about it, she claimed when asked about the Nicki collab, the first thing that she said was that she changed her verse. And later with insinuating that she was bitter, that Nicki was bitter about working with another female. And that kind of insinuation was also perpetuated by Migos' claim that Nicki didn't want to work with Cardi. Anyways, in fast forward 2018, Nicki released two tracks, Barbie Tings and Chun-Li, and went on an Apple radio interview, giving her side of the story that involved scheduling conflicts with hair and makeup people, as well as her and Quavo getting into a small beef over her wanting Quavo to clear the air where he declined to do so. Later on, after subtle digs from Cardi's part, Nikki seemed to remain civil for the most part. I don't know. I took one of the lines in Chung Lee as a diss towards Cardi a little bit, but we're going to get into that. Anyways, up until the 2018 Met Gala, where the two took pictures and seemed to have made up for the most part, that quickly fell apart at the 2018 New York Fashion Week, where Cardi B had thrown a stiletto at Nicki Minaj and tried to get a fight in from a fake, basically stemming from a fake screenshot of Nicki like in a tweet calling Cardi a bad mom for working with Kodak Black. Anyways, Cardi was escorted out of the venue with a bump on her head and Nicki looked untouched at the end of the night. While Cardi had gone onto Instagram claiming Nicki Minaj stopped her bag and tried to make a point in various Instagram videos about Nicki's character and about her not wanting to fight at New York Fashion Week. Nikki went on Queen Radio, put Cardi B on blast, talked about the altercation, aired out Cardi's past, like calling black women monkeys and roaches, calling a dead child a monkey, supposedly calling for grown men to beat up two women who had slept, who had slept with Cardi's husband while they were together, and revealed that Ra Ali, in fact, gave Cardi B the infamous knocks. Anyways, as of 2021, Cardi has not acknowledged Cardi B. While Cardi has gone on to beef with Nikki Stans on Twitter, was caught stalking Nikki, as well as speaking on Nikki when she had recalled on why she wanted to release new music, basically stemming from last year's Say So versus Savage for, on, for number one. And we're saying how people said that she was over. Oh, so what do you guys think about this one? Um, honestly, my opinion on this one, I kind of feel like Nikki was like kind of not scared of Cardi, but she was scared that she was going to kind of lose fame a little because I feel like Cardi was so much different than Nikki. I feel like Cardi brought something new and especially for like Cardi always puts out that she's from the Bronx and everything and Nikki never, she, I mean, she does say stuff, but she never really puts it out there as much as Cardi. And I feel like she kind of started it like be a little standoffish with her in that aspect that Cardi was bringing something new to the music and especially for female rap. Mm -hmm. 
Mm, I just have to kind of agree with Kayla in this case, but um, with this kind of feud, I mean, it's like now these are the current, like, well, I mean, Cardi B at least is like the current biggest like name in a female rap, I would say. And so um, a feud like this, well, I don't remember exactly when this happened. I think it was 2018 is when it kind of like started. Uh, 2017 and then it escalated in 2018 yeah so around 2018 is when Cardi started to have her rise I think it was with Bodak Yellow like you had said and so you know at the time I think Nikki was still up top so yeah this was just like one of those really really bigger feuds and whatnot because they're like very two prominent names in the community so when you have both of these people going at each other but it wasn't it didn't seem like much of a really really big feud you know it was like just here and there it was like oh you did this or you do that so on and so forth okay so i'm gonna deconstruct some of these real quick all right so people are saying and i think one of you said it too that nikki was um against another female rapper on the rise. I heavily disagree with this because while Nikki has gone to the top, let's not act like Iggy, people like Iggy Azalea, people like Azalea Banks, Young M.A., Cardi B even then, were on the rise, not to Nikki's level, but we're still getting number ones, getting platinum plaques, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't, I don't think that jealousy had anything to do with it at all about another female rapper, especially since that, you know, Nikki has given her co-sign on people like Young M.A., people like Doja Cat, people like Megan Thee Stallion, people like Mulatto. I don't think that plays a factor, but you know what? I, what I do think plays a factor is in this whole feud overall, it was, I'm not, I'm going to pin a lot of it on Cardi because, well, at least for the escalation, because she was mad at a fake screenshot, which was proven to be fake even before the incident, and basically attacked Nikki for no reason, or at least attempted to attack her. And I feel like Cardi doesn't present a very good right or at least rapping threat if that makes any sense so i feel like nikki also nikki has given not only cardi cardi b a cosign in the past so i don't think it makes much sense for her to feud like this i'm kind of glad that it's not on lil kim foxy brown shootout type kind of feuds but i don't think that both parties are exactly blameless in this i think that while as much as Nikki seemed to quote-unquote throw shots, I feel like the main perpetuator, this is a theory I'm going to go on, that Atlantic Records, for the most part, is trying to, because it's this whole thing of like, not of the media perpetuating that female rapper, there can only be one at a time, which I agreed with to some extent in this part, especially early on in the feud. But let's not act like Cardi B did not hugely escalate this to extents that it probably didn't even need to go to. 
And you know, I'm gonna save this for another day. Cardi B is not as good as an artist as Nicki Minaj, so there was really basically no need of a threat. So I don't, I don't believe that entirely. Does anyone have anything else to say? Um, honestly, I feel like another thing that you just said that Cardi is obviously like she's not that good of a rapper. She really isn't. Obviously, Nicki is better in like that sense. But Cardi is like a character and and herself, and I feel like that's what people are more attracted to now. And I feel like they like that that personality and that difference. And I think Nicki has like her own little difference, but I think she made so much music that that's just kind of her own little box. And with Cardi, she did all like that reality TV. I forgot the name of it, but she did do all that. So I feel like that really made her character, and that really made her kind of shine out from the others. And I think that's why. She like stood out from everybody else, and that's why she started with Nikki, like kind of like beefy with Nikki type thing. Alright, so now we're gonna go on to Nicki Minaj versus the music industry. So first on my list is the blackballing. So you know, it goes without saying, you don't hear Nicki Minaj on the radio unless the DJ is a barb. You can't go onto any station and hear Nicki Minaj playing on the radio. And, you know, DJs have admitted to, you know, blackballing Nikki, but now she signed or her manager signed a deal to make sure that she can actually get on the radio. So I think the blackballing was kind of obvious because who has heard Nicki Minaj on the radio in the past four years? I certainly haven't. Have you guys? I don't really listen to the radio, but Bro, the only time I've ever heard Nikki is in class. I'm sorry for cutting you off, but like, yeah, <laughs> no, okay. I haven't heard it. I haven't heard anything on the radio since. Who knows, bro? <laughs> All right, so we're going to just get past that point since we don't have anything. All right, so Nicki Minaj, stop my bag. This is where I think that people. The female rap unity does not exist. And even if it does, it's without Nikki. Because all these girls come out saying, or not all these girls, some of these girls that no one knows about who are in, quote unquote in the rap game, no one knows about, puts out a couple trash mixtapes and says that Nicki Minaj stops them from getting this award, going this yada, yada, yada. Again, Nicki Minaj is not that powerful. She is a very powerful woman, but she is not that powerful. And even then, where is the receipts that Nicki Minaj is the one behind it? Because these girls say that Nicki Minaj stopped their bags, but where is the proof? A couple bad album reviews are not from Nicki Minaj. They're from publications. Who also, by the way, has also given Nicki Minaj albums bad reviews. So it does, it, the math is not mathing. At least to me. What do you guys think? Yeah, the math is not mathing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. So next, so next is Nikki versus Atlantic. So this is this is where I. I'm kind of conflicted on because she has collaborated with Atlantic record artists like Lil Uzi Vert and uh, Ty Dolla Sign, 
so that's kind of this is a theory but it's a theory that can be that is kind of these constructed by her working with those artists but it's a theory that they're trying to take her out of the rap game because i don't know if many people know this but apparently allegedly Atlantic Records was the, one of the first record labels to try and sign Nikki, where she said no. And so allegedly, some of the higher ups are mad and allegedly made it so that Cardi B could allegedly take her spot. Obviously, that didn't work. But here's something that also helped my theory. Notice how when rap girls try to bash Nikki, Bad Baby, Remy Ma, Lil' Kim, Cardi B, et cetera, et cetera, are somehow connected or tied to Atlantic Records. So it doesn't put it past me because, you know, Atlantic Records does terrible, does, does, not, does not know how to care for an artist at a time. Atlantic Records, I think, is at least trying to take her out of the game career-wise. So what, what do you guys think about Nicki Minaj and Atlantic, Atlantic Records? You're making it sound like it's one huge conspiracy theory. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess, like, I could see a record label trying to take her out. Like, what record label is Nicki part of? Uh, she is under Young Money, which is under Republic Records. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, I could see it. But, like, at the same time, not exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, from how you kind of, like, worded it, yeah, they could be, like, trying to get her out of the game just for Cardi B to be at the top or have some other female artist be at the top. But, like, I mean, yeah, 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 that's true. (laughs) So what do you think? So I mean, I kind of, I kind of like you kind of agree, agree you. but yeah, I kind of agree, but at the same time, I can't really see it as well, you know. I mean, all right. So I know she's a bad person, but Azalea Banks has spoken on this more than once, and she makes she expands on the points that I make, but way differently and way more expansively. But she basically says that these white big wigs are trying to take her out. But what do you what do you think, Kayla? No, I feel like with the whole Nikki thing, I feel like she's been in the game so long. I feel like it's kind of like, what more can she do? Like, at least Cardi and, like, other people, like, they have, like, their own different sound and their own different thing. And I feel like Nikki is just kind of old, and I feel like, not step back, per se, but I feel like, I mean, she's kind of old. <laughs> I mean, all right, so that's where I have to disagree because, you know, if she switches it up, every album cycle because you can't tell me that pink friday and the and queen don't sound the same all right so now let's talk about Nicki minaj and the new girls of rap so it doesn't go without saying that there have been female rappers very notorious female rappers in the past like Lil kim remy ma foxy brown left eye lopez song pepper etc etc but i feel like Nicki was the first, not the first, but the most impactful female rapper of all time. She's the most awarded. She's the richest. She has the most hits out of any female rapper in the history of ever. And she 
is kind of reaping the benefits of an industry or a sub industry that she made because last year she went number one with Doja Cat. Last year or two years ago, she was sell was having UK rapper rap girls on her tour. So I feel like it's also kind of I'm gonna say this is also kind of BS on how some of these new rap girls are saying that Nicki Minaj and this rather than Nicki Minaj how could Nicki Minaj not inspire you? Because there was no way you were listening to Lil' Kim five years ago. There's no way you were listening to Remy Ma five years ago. There's no way you were listening to, actually, maybe Lauren Hill, because, you know, Lauren Hill is fantastic. But there, but I feel like Nicki Minaj's legacy as of now is being kind of swept under the rug because instead of talking about how she has the most hits out of, any female artist of all time, it's Cardi B. It's kind of the similar thing with Lil' Kim and Nicki Minaj, but on a lesser scale, because there are massive amount of barbs that will remind you of Nicki Minaj's legacy. They will remind you as the girl who did Pink Friday. They will remind you of the girl as who did Starships, Roman Reloaded, Pink Print, Queen, et cetera, et cetera. So I feel like she is at the point where she has surpassed I'm going to say any female rapper of all time. But she is also kind of getting the same treatment that other female rappers had gotten that, gotten in the past by saying, this girl is newer and so she's better. So I feel like that's kind of where Nicki Minaj's legacy is at the moment. What do you guys think? I mean, I wouldn't say that. Like the new female rapper are better it's just something newer i mean music changes so much i feel like sometimes things should just be left left behind and like it's not that she's a bad artist or that she hasn't gotten that many awards it's just about what's new and what's in right now yeah i can totally agree with that like it's not like nikki's a bad artist or anything or just like anybody's a bad artist like little kim or anything like they're not gonna be bad artists ever like you can still listen to their old music and whatnot and you probably be perfectly fine it's just that these newer artists are like developing better music it seems like just you know just newer music people seem to like a little bit more and stuff like that so yeah and I can completely agree with that because I don't like Nikki. I don't like Little Kim as much, but I do like some female artists like Rico Nasty. She has a really good flow. I like her music a lot and stuff like that. So, well, can I can I give all right? So this is a kind of controversial take. I'm gonna say this. Take it with a grain of salt, but I'm gonna say this. Out of the new girls, the only girls who are giving actual substance, giving actual music that people would actually want to listen to are or actually three are Megan the Stallion, Rico Nasty, and Doja Cat. Those are the only girls who not that I can't take girls like Saweetie or Mulatto or or actually and add Young MA to the list of the other girls, but it's not like I can take Saweetie or Mulatto or whoever else, like City Girls as seriously as I could take those four because those four give music of actual substance. Well, kind of Megan the Stallion because Megan the Stallion is both in the boat of she can actually be a good artist with it's getting boring now, 
turn it off. She is kind of dipping her toes into both. But also, those are but those are the kind of the only four I can actually think of having actual good music and having a good legacy. Well, actually, who are your guys' female favorite female rappers? Um, honestly, like, I really do like Megan Thee Stallion. I like, I don't know. I like Familia a lot. I like her. I don't know, honestly. All right, so mine, all right, so I like, obviously, I like Nikki. I like Lauren Hill. I like um, Foxy Brown, uh, Doja, Rico, Young M.A., and, um, Someone on the tip of my tongue. But those are kind of the six that I really love and really invest time into. What about you? All right, all right, all right. So I'm going to have to put Rico Nasty, Chica, uh, Mulatto a little bit, not too much, though. And Young M.A., definitely. Those are, like, the only, like, female rappers I listen to, theoretically listen to, yeah. So we have a little time left. Did you guys want to catch up a little bit? Sure. How's everybody been? I've been all right. I've been spending money on CDs. Even though people tell me it's a dead form, I still spend money on it because they're very cheap. My God, we were talking about we we're in class and today we're in class today we we're talking about Mr. and we're like, uh. bro, we always talk about Mr. <laughs> 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 I have to remember we were like talking about eighth grade. I was like, oh, I remember eighth grade. It was so cute. Oh my gosh, wait, wait, do you do you remember the um the very bad diss track I wrote? Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was gonna get caught by. She never punished me for it. She never I did. <laughs> I got oh so God. scared that she would tell me about it. I felt like she's gonna tell me about it when we graduate. But I just remember um, someone contributing the line, um, you look like a pedo, da 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 Dorito. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, do you know about that? No, I'd never heard your diss track, bro. What the <laughs> okay, heck? So, Why ain't you never show me? What in the world? Okay, so a long time ago, 2018, I got together people and we wrote a diss track on because remember he made cry? Yeah. Anyways, so that was mostly feeling it. So somehow it got out of my notebook somehow landed on the floors for some reason we wrote our names on it this found it oh my god <laughs> but, why did he write our names <laughs> but nothing came of it we never got in trouble she never told us about it i mean miss kind of hated miss too <laughs> remember when we got subbed by um 
one of the teachers and then she was like why does it smell like this in here mm. i remember that day oh miss yeah, miss- yeah. <laughs> i remember her being i don't i never had a class but i remember her being pregnant every year yeah i know that's what it seemed like for sure bro <laughs> like what in the world all right, so that is it for today's podcast. Thank you to our zero listeners, zero followers, zero sponsors. Thank you so much. Thanks. We are done. <laughs>